0: You're listening to the Dad Whisperer Podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. Be sure to follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find out more about Dr. Michelle at drmichellewatson.com. That's drmichellewatson.com. Here now is your host, Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield.
1: Hello and welcome to the Dad Whisperer. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield, and I'm so excited that you're joining me here again today, especially if you're a dad who has a goal to dial into the heart space of your daughters. And guess what? Because every woman you know is a daughter. This basically means that all of the things we talk about here will enhance all of your relationships. Okay, how's that for a win-win? Well, let's get this show on the road. As you know, now with the Dad Whisperer podcast, I'm starting each show with just telling you a little bit about something going on in my life. So the story I wanted to share today is that this past weekend... My husband, Ken, and I, as you know, I'm a newlywed now of a year, Uh, we had the privilege of staying in Central Oregon in a condo that some of our friends let us stay in, beautiful mountains, evergreen trees, blue skies, rivers. I mean, can you just imagine that? So we went on a hike. You'll have to look it up. It's called Smith Rock, 3,200 feet elevation. I'd always wanted to hike this beautiful mountain and it's a little bit, or I should say rock. It's a little bit like Garden of the Gods. If you've ever been there in Colorado Springs where just almost out of nowhere, these huge peaks emerge. So Ken and I are going up this steep track, you know, up to the top, they've got wooden slats in the mountainside and the rock side so that you can get up and not slip. Lots of dogs, lots of people, hot day, beautiful we get up to the top. There's three sisters, Mount Bachelor, Mount Washington. You can see Mount Hood in the distance. So if anyone knows me, I love pictures. Oh yeah, I have like over 55,000 on my phone. And uh, so of course it was was a photo op. So we found a woman up there who had a dog and we, we ended up taking pictures of each other. She of us, we of her and found out that she was from Ohio. Her name is Kaya. And what was really cool is that I noticed a tattoo on her right arm. So I asked about it. Great conversation starter. And there was a stack of rocks going from small on the top to larger on the bottom stacked, probably about, you know, maybe six inch tattoo. So of course I asked about it and it was so cool to see her face light up. And what she said is, it's actually in honor of my dad because we used to go camping and he would stack rocks like this. And I said, I am all about dads and daughters. So is Ken. He founded the National Center for Fathering. And I'm just telling you, it is so often like this where when a, I'm talking with a woman, something ends up having to do with her father. Random places. But again, it shows me how important the dad-daughter relationship is. So she said, this reminds me of when my dad used to take me camping. So I asked when I heard that past tense word, what she meant by that, which then prompted her to say, he's now in ill health. He now isn't able to do camping with me, but this reminds me of what we used to do. Here's this woman branding her arm with a permanent marker that reminds her of a dad-daughter connection. Okay. Are you hearing me dads? The day will come when you are no longer here. And I just want to underscore how important it is every day, every day. Okay. Say that out loud with me. Every day to be making a forever deposit into her heart space, but also adding something into her memory portfolio so that she can draw on it when times are tough. She'll remember the words you spoke that encouraged her. She'll remember the time you took from your busy schedule just to be with her. And I'm telling you, that was a reminder again. Dad's Never underestimate the power and influence and impact you have in your daughter's lives. And I just want to thank Kaya. I'm sure she's not listening, but I want to thank her for for just reminding Ken and I again how important the dad-daughter bond is. So there you go. There's a fun story just from this week to know a little bit about me, what my new husband and I love to do, which is we're hiking more and more and exploring Oregon. Wish you were with us. Maybe we'll have to do an intensive at some point. You can all come and join us, but... That is a great way to start the show today because we are going to be talking about what it looks like for you as dads to lead your daughter to love. That's the second section of my book that you probably have already heard. Hopefully, you've already gotten it. It's called Let's Talk, Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters. So really the point, dads, is that if you can lead your daughter to love herself out of that overflow, she's going to love others. So when we come back, I actually have a special guest joining me today. Okay. I know I didn't have to reach very far to invite my husband to join me today. His name is Dr. Ken Canfield. He founded the National Center for Fathering 30 years ago. He also founded the National Center for Grandparenting. He's been a national speaker, author of 13 books. Oh my goodness, I could go on and on. He's worked with the Polish government for many years, has won a Congressional Medal of Honor there for working with fathers. And I'm not just bragging on him. I'm just wanting you to know that this is a man who walks his talk, who is here today by invitation only. But truthfully, I I didn't have to strong arm him. He's so um, really in a kindred spirit place with me where we want to invest in you as fathers. So today, when we come back from this quick break, We will be talking together about how you as dads can lead your daughter
2: to love. Are you a dad who has ever desired a deeper connection with your daughter, but haven't known how to go about it? Let's Talk Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters is the very resource you need. Dr. Michelle wrote it with you dads in mind. This book will support you with scripted questions, equip you to decode your daughter, and inspire you with stories of other dads and daughters. Don't wait any longer to be the hero you want to be and that your daughter needs you to be. So to let the talking begin, head on over to drmichellewatson.com forward slash books and order your copy today. This book will become a favorite in your fathering toolbox and will give you the answers you've been looking for. That's drmichellewatson.com forward slash books. Now, back to the Dad Whisperer podcast.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Well, like I told you, I am having... A special guest here in the studio, my husband, Dr. Ken Canfield. So welcome, Ken.
3: Hey, it's good to be with you, Michelle, and I am very excited today. What you've written in Let's Talk right here in the beginning is something I just want to dwell on because it's Mm -hmm. very important. Now listen up, guys. It's our goal as fathers to lead our daughters to love themselves while embracing them as dads in a positive way, and then out of that overflow, she can pour her beauty and loving kindness into others with an empowered desire to positively impact the world.
1: I know, and maybe that sounds a little bit cheesy like, maybe do dads no. use words like, I'm endowing her with you know confidence, and yet I love that you, as a leader of men, are underscoring how important that is
3: exactly because. It's a little bit different take when I first read through it, but it's powerful because a daughter who knows and loves herself because her dad has endowed her with love. It's a powerful voice that you're creating that can really change the world. Now, listen up. I, I tell this to dads when I'm out and about, you know, someday when you're mature, let's say you're in our nursing home. Your sons, they'll help pay the bill, (laughs) but it's your daughters who will come and visit you and your daughters-in-law. You may say, I got all sons. Well, it's those daughters-in-law who have that heart of compassion. And as you think about that, it just says to me, I need to hear more from you, Michelle, because you've been teaching dads for 10 years as as a team, as a group. And what you've been able to do is probe and unearth through small group experiences, some I think special things. Uh, Dads were vulnerable and out of their heart, they shared some things Mm -hmm. that are going to distinguish you as a dad when you lead your daughter. So uh, listen to some of these tips because I guarantee they'll be life changing.
1: Yeah. I love that you are saying that I've had, you know, some years under my belt because truth be told, dads, This book, Let's Talk, came out of the very thing Kim was just saying. I've been coaching, leading, mentoring men for over a decade, and they have said after the ABBA project, that's the group that I lead, you know, nine months, once a month we meet, every month for nine months, they say, what do we do now that it's done? You know, we don't know how to keep the conversations going. So that's why, right, I've got 60 scripts for dads to lead. I want to equip you as men to lead, because truth be told. You know, men are from Mars. Women are from where?
3: Venus. Venus,
1: which means I speak Venusian, you speak Martian. And really, I've learned to be bilingual,
3: Ken. Well, I know. And (laughs) we're just getting ready to send a satellite to Mars and land on Mars, but we can't on Venus. You know why? Why? It's too hot. (laughs) And that is so important.
1: That's what it's all about. That's why, yeah, women are like, turn the air conditioning down. Men are like, turn it up. That is hilarious. Okay. Okay. Here's the deal, men. 25 years of clinical practice as a counselor, right? 40 years of mentoring teens and young women. I know I'm aging myself. I'm 61 now. And so the reality is I want to bring you some insider trade secrets that I have learned from all these years on my planet and now traveling to yours so that you can decode your daughters and be empowered to lead in ways that will allow her, as Ken just said, out of the overflow of the love deposit you've given her to be all of who God has created her to be and all of who she needs to be to be a world changer. And here's a way that I've said it often is when a daughter knows who she is and whose she is. Now I'm not talking about yours. I'm talking about God, the father's. Then she won't go looking for love in all the wrong places. Should we say looking for for love love. in all the wrong places places. (laughs) instead she'll go looking to love in all the right places. So that's why you're so important, Dad.
3: Now, because you play a key role uh, in strengthening your daughter's health and well being. When you consistently deposit love in the heart space, she never has to doubt her worthiness. This is so important. It sets a solid foundation in the way she sees herself and subsequently gives her heart to others. Your daughter will thrive when she lives to love. Mm, that's true. When we,
1: as women, I mean, are on the phone, how often are we ending the call with love ya? Most men don't, unless they're talking to a woman. I mean, Ken, do you ever get on the phone with men and end it with love ya? Well, very uh,
3: often, maybe not often some, but, but not often. Uh, and, and I think men need this and, and, but yeah. it's easier to, to share with a daughter. So this love potion, uh, and this love deposit It's like beaming power into your daughter's soul and life.
1: I love that you called it a potion. Love potion number nine. We're doing songs here from way back. We're aging ourselves, I know. So dads, did you hear that? That when you deposit love, it is a potion. It empowers her to be all of who God created her to be. You know, I I want to tell you a story. It's just... A couple of weeks ago, I was talking with with two teenage girls, and one of them said, "I don't like my long, lean legs." The truth be told, I wish those were my legs. (laughs) That is not my shape. But the truth is, I just said, "Why don't you know? Why don't you love your legs?" She said, "Because girls at school started making fun of me this past year because of them. I mean, girls can be so mean. Sometimes guys can too, without realizing it. So here is a daughter." A teenage girl, sophomore in high school that says, I used to like my legs, but now I don't because I made fun of. So think about when she gets home from school, dad, you may not know why she's in kind of a sour mood, but it could be because she's been put down at school. And if you walk in and say, honey, you look so beautiful mm-hmm. today, or I, like I love that outfit on Come you. On. And I think sometimes dads say, oh, I don't want to say the wrong thing. You know, I don't want to, you know have her think I'm focusing on shape or or a certain body part.
3: Outward adornment right. and all that. Hey, dads, get over it. This is the thing. She can't separate that. Her beauty outside is uh, an emblematic representation of what she has in her heart. And when she looks good, uh, the whole world looks even better. So you endowing her with these messages of love are so important. Yeah,
1: exactly. Because really... Dads, like I said earlier, you can underestimate so easily your role and your power, but yet when you, I love how Ken had said that, you beam messages of love. That's a great way to say it. Yeah. It really does go all the way into her heart space. Ken, I was thinking about a a story I read a while back about a dad who sat in the Target cosmetic aisle. They had photos in this article of him sitting there Mm -hmm. where he was looking at all these messages that magazines give women. Oh, yes. And he took the words, absolutely deadly, because we're looking at that that magazine is like a mirror to reflect back something about ourselves that is flawed or not enough or, right. you know, we're, we're not ageless mm-hmm. or we're not flawless. And this dad took the messages in that magazine and reworded them it, with things like he said, it said things like, you know, get naked, mm-hmm. be flawless. And I loved how he said it. He wrote that he wanted her to be, to get naked in a whole different way, like be vulnerable. Be your authentic self. Take your gloves off. He said, be naked with vulnerability. And I'm saying, dads, as you listen to where your daughter puts herself down, let that be a prompt to you. That's exactly where she needs encouragement from you. If she's putting down her shape a lot, you may want to come up and say, can you tell me why you don't love your body Mm -hmm. or why you don't love yourself or why you criticize yourself so easily? And then follow it up with this question, dads. What could I do to help you feel better about yourself? Mm -hmm. Ask her, because every one of your daughters is different. They didn't come with a playbook. But if you ask how you can support her, I tell you, it's going to make a really, really big difference.
3: Yeah, and I think of those messages that are out there that are real important. And what we're doing is buffeting up against the fears and rejections. Dad, an authoritarianism or a sarcasm can tear away at the soul and the heart of your daughter. And I can think having three great daughters of things that I did. And let me say the dinner table was a place to really shore things up and take account for what was going on during the day. Now, they were respectful, of course, but this is the one thing that I let them do. As you have said, When a daughter's mouth opens, her heart opens. Yep. So I listened, you know, many times to these daughters speak things, some of which kind of shook me, but listening to their opinions endowed them with a strength that really gave them confidence and a love for what they were going to say. Now, I didn't have to agree hundred percent, but it endowed them with a sense of confidence.
1: Now, Ken, you've said something because all three are married, all three are mamas, is what is it that their husbands, your son-in-laws have actually come back and told you?
3: Well, yeah, this is the truth, guys. <laughs> All right. My son-in-law say uh, these girls, uh, they think they're <laughs> confident in everything and they talk about stuff they know nothing about. They're overconfident. Exactly. Wasn't that Exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so I'm just sitting there kind of smiling. I'm glad I'm not married to them. I have endowed them in the way I should. And I believe we've been through a lot together, uh, not only the death of their mother, mm-hmm. which was a hard thing and we were going to face yeah. uh, those issues, but I was able to take them everywhere from the outhouse to the white house. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't go in the outhouse with them, but I did go in the white house with them. That's and what that did is gave them a sense of the world and, and it really helped build that sense of confidence. But again, Teaching these women that God's given us the power that they have through loving them is something you distinctly can do, Dad.
1: And did you guys hear what he said? He isn't kidding when he said he took them to the White House. Ken ran conferences when his daughters were teenagers and all three of them were involved with him. He You know, he didn't say, you're only a teenager. You're not ready yet. I'm going to wait till you're in college. He allowed one to be an MC. One did things behind the scenes. He saw what their gifts were and brought them along. Dad, maybe that's something you need to hear is for your daughter to love herself. She needs to know that you value and love where she's gifted. Mm. So fan those gifts into flame by inviting her to join you in some of those places.
3: Here's a secret. Uh, If you have an opportunity to do a service project or a mission trip with your daughters, do it. Don't even think about it, because what you'll do is see how she fits and plays into the bigger community. At the same time, you'll get to serve together. And I believe that in some way your daughter has gifts and capabilities beyond you, dad. Now I know that's humbling, but it's the truth and allowing those to surface and to be affirmed by you and to be seen by others that empowers and gives her confidence.
1: Oh, that's so good. Okay. Dad, I am all about giving you practical ways to dial into your daughter's heart space, which is leading your daughter to what? Love. Love. Okay? Yes. So here's another question. I'm I'm giving you these, Ken is giving you these questions that you can ask. Some of them may work for you and your daughter. Some of them may not. But I want you to have lots on the menu to choose from. So here's a question that you could ask your daughter. If I were to fill up your love tank and make you feel more loved, special, accepted, enjoyed, those kinds of words, ask her, what could I do specifically to make that happen? You know, she may say, I wish you would drive me to school instead of making me take the bus. Mm-hmm. Or she may, you know, ha- think she has you wrapped around her little finger and say, I want you to buy me Starbucks every day on the way home from school. You know what? Meet her in the middle. Hey, how about we do it every other day? And sometimes dads say, oh, it's not a good use of money and we need to save. But you guys, I'm telling you, she's going to remember those things forever. I still remember, you know, Dad taking me for ice cream. Even as a little girl, Ken, you know what he used to do, take us to the park, me and my sister, that's two years younger, and he would hide coins in the bark dust while he'd mm. push us. You know, we're five, six, seven years old. Those little things were big things when I look back because he spent time. He met us with something we love to do, and hiding money in there meant he where his. Treasure was there. His heart was.
3: Oh my! So, Dad, explains. if you're going to love your daughters, yes. b-
1: be ready to put some money behind what you know behind behind it.
3: So, if you're with Michelle at the playground and she's digging and barked us, now you know why she's doing that. She's <laughs> yeah. looking for cash.
1: You are funny. It's still in there. Okay, Ken, I want to ask you to share a story about. Uh, some words that you've spoken at the dinner table, even now with your granddaughters. I okay. should say our granddaughters. Yes, yes. And uh, it's really a cool idea that some dads might love to hear. Okay,
3: this is what you do. Get an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper and put these letters. Four letters. Dick. Right. Capital I, capital C, capital N, and U. Okay, so four capital letters and then turn this out and say, hey, guys, what did this spell? Okay, <laughs> so they look at that and they're trying to put... I say, I see in you. And they get it. I see in In you. you. And then I said to them, this is what I see in you, grace. And I gave them a description of who she is and some things that are unique. I and see you did her. this in
1: front of the whole family.
3: Exactly. It's the dinner table, dinner table, chow down, mm-hmm. dad, you can eat anytime. In fact, some of you guys are eating <laughs> late at night ice cream like me, but during the dinner time, you've got their attention. So I showed this up. I see in you. And then I went three granddaughters in this one family. I see in you, Rose. I see in you, Flora. And they're just like that. Oh, my goodness. And so when they come to my house, they want to say, hey, can we play that game again? Because it's so affirming. Dad, again. Don't underestimate your power to beam messages of love in your daughters, your daughters in laws, your granddaughters, Mm -hmm. and your wife as well. Yes,
1: yes. And you caught the fact, didn't you, if you're a granddad listening, that Ken did this as a grandfather. So not only is he in that generation, right, stepping even reaching, I should say, or not really stepping over, but reaching over his daughter's head and heart to reach his granddaughter's heart. Because that models to the daughter and to the dad, right, your son-in-law, what he can then do by speaking words of affirmation into their kids.
3: Yes. And let me add this. There are some things you will do as you mature that you may not have done well when you were a young dad. This is the way to reconcile generations, be effusive over the top, open and emotional with your grandchildren if you have them. Because what that does is it brings healing even to your daughters and do this also with your daughters. If you're a young dad, you know why? Because you're married to somebody's daughter and they will find vicarious healing is what I say when they see you blessing their little girls. And there may even be a tear that forms. I wish my dad would have done that. Dads, we got to go for it because Blink and our daughters are grown up. Don't waste any time. Carpe diem. Seize the moment.
1: And here's what I would add to that, Ken, is if you're a dad who is married to a woman who, as you were just saying, Ken, never got affirmed by her dad. And at the dinner table, if you're affirming your kids... Right? This works for sons too. Include your wife in that because you can give that deposit into her heart space, right? By affirming her in the moment.
3: Absolutely.
1: Okay. Let me add one more thing before we wrap this topic up. And it has to do with body image. Yes. Because as I was alluding to earlier, that is an area, Ken, where again, in my experience for over four decades with women and young women Mm -hmm. and girls, that is where so much woundedness comes. I mean, I think of one day I did a God in the bod. That's what I called my talk to about 65th and sixth grade girls sitting there on the floor. And they were At that beautiful age where they're so eager, like little sponges to just take in what they're learning. They're not quite as cool yet as the junior high girls. They go, I already know it, you know, and these girls were sitting there and one of them afterwards came up to me very tall for her age. I would have thought literally she was a junior in high school Hmm. and she said, I get made fun of all the time and called giraffe. Giraffe. And I said, guess what? I have a sister who's 5'11", and she was called giraffe. In fact, she collects them now. She has them all (laughs) over her house. And it's this thing that she loves now. She loves this animal because that giraffe looks like her. I said, what would it be like if you actually said, thank you? I love that I'm a giraffe. In fact, I collect them. She lit up got a big smile because she hadn't thought of it that way. And And dad, way. if you can turn the criticisms around right. that you hear your daughter saying she's been given, or if they're from you, it's time to zip that lip. Yeah. Okay. So let me say a little bit more about body image. Good. A few years ago, probably about five years ago, I spoke at a men's conference in Bellevue, Washington. And there was a dad that came up that said, hey, I see on the schedule that you're going to be talking about messages on mirrors. And I'm so sad that I have to leave at lunch and I'll miss your afternoon session. And I said, you know what? I'm going to give you the five minute you know, awesome. overview. Men love that anyway. They yeah, say, get to the point already. And, and when I told him and I handed him and I, I'm actually going to get to the punch now but I'm going to repeat it at the end is I gave this dad a sticky pad right of notes Mm -hmm. and a dry erase marker. And I said, I want you to go home and write on your five-year-old daughter's mirror Mm -hmm. how much you love her, how beautiful she is to you because dad, that is your battle plan to combat the the battle she has inside her head with those negative messages coming against her. Mm -hmm. I'm too fat. I'm too this. I'm Mm -hmm. too that. I'm not enough this. I'm not enough that. And so literally, as I said this to this dad, you guys, tears started forming in his eyes. And I, I, I love to seize that moment. You Mm -hmm. you talked about that. And I said, what are your tears about? And he said, my daughters, that's when he told me she was five. And he said, one of the things she struggles with is eczema on her face. Ooh, And he said, she, I know poor little thing. He said, she scratches it and it bleeds. And he pointed to his chin. He goes right here. And he said, Just this week, my wife was talking with her about how we want to take a family trip to Disneyland, Mm -hmm. right? So he thought she'd be dancing, Mm -hmm. twirling, Disneyland, jumping up and down. But that is not the response they got. He said she started crying Hmm. and mom goes, honey, what's wrong? She said, I don't want the princesses to see me like this. And here's this daddy who loves his daughter, who says she's so beautiful, Mm -hmm. broken hearted that his daughter doesn't think she's beautiful enough to have a Disney princess see her. So he said, I can hardly wait to take this pen home and actually write on her mirrors and give her sticky notes that say how beautiful she is. And you guys, I know we're running against the clock here, but I have more stories I could tell you. Um, One of them, I will give you the synopsis of a of a 35-year-old counseling client a couple of years ago about mine that said her 10-year-old daughter that week of our counseling session came up and said, Mom, you know, because this is right the age where daughters are running things by Mom and Dad. Mm -hmm. It may be you, Dad, that she says this to. It may be Mom. So Mom, tell Dad what your daughter's telling you. But here's her 10-year-old daughter saying, Did you ever have things about yourself and your body that you didn't like when you were my age? And here's this mama going, why are you asking me that? And she said, well, because we read a book in school about being fat. Oh, and it made me think, do you, do you think my body's fat? Because she got the prompt from a book. She may get the prompt from a a magazine. She may get uh, the prompt from a friend comparing bodies YouTube video. There you go
3: everywhere. Images.
1: Yep. And I said to this mama, did you ever not like your body at that age? Is that the truth? She said, Yes. Mom starts tearing up and says, I still don't like my body now, but I didn't want to pass that on. Mm-hmm. I'd been so careful not to criticize my body in front of my daughter, mm-hmm. but here's somehow the culture got to her. So dad, I'm telling you these stories from my planet of Venus. So you can understand how brutal it is for us as girls, even with body image to love the body we're in. So the more that you can affirm, give encouragement, Your daughter will internalize those messages and say, well, you might think that I'm this, I'm too big, I'm not competent, I'm not this, I'm not that, but my daddy says I'm beautiful, but my daddy says I'm enough. My daddy says I am perfect just the way I am. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, dads, your voice makes a difference.
3: Now, what I've seen you do all over the country is this powerful... uh, representation of what a daughter sees when she looks in a mirror. You've got to share that before we end Okay, it's so, so good. Listen closely, guys.
1: Okay. So dads, I take two mirrors and these are really big mirrors and I hold one up. That's all clear. And I say, I go up to one dad in the front row and I'll say, can you see yourself in this mirror? And they always laugh, of Mm -hmm. course. And I said, okay, there's the image. You can see yourself right? You can see what you're wearing, what you look like. Then I hold up the second mirror. It's identical mirror, but I broke it out and then glued it back together. So it has all kinds of cracks. And I say to this dad, same day, same clothing, same you, do you look any different? He's like, well, of course I look distorted. And I said, okay, here's the key dad. Do you realize that the mirror you look in has everything to do with how you see yourself? So dad, Here's a question I would encourage you to ask yourself. Does your own brokenness ever reflect back to your daughter, often in anger, things that you wish you could take back? Mm -hmm. If so, I would say, number one, if you are responding a lot in anger and saying things you regret later that tear your daughter up with those broken pieces of glass, go get help. Go find a counselor. Go find a mentor who can really work with you on getting underneath that anger because anger is oftentimes what can
3: anger, hidden pain. It's hidden pain. It's the pain. They see all these perfect images and they say, why not me? Or they have something like the, the skin, eczema, and they say, why did I get this? And so that anger buries itself. It's that pain. And dad, you are the balm of Gilead. Now let's get crazy here for a minute. In the prophecy of Jeremiah, there is a word that fathers are called to be that balm of healing. Now, Gilead's where the oil and anointing goes In on. Israel. In Israel, mm-hmm. yeah. And so what you do, your words are like healing words. And so what it does is it restores beauty or it it protects when there's disease or it brings healing. So that's the power we need to unleash right now in our homes.
1: Yeah. And I want to springboard off what you said, because you were talking about the hidden pain in daughters. Yes. And I'm also talking about oh. the hidden pain in men because she may respond back in anger sure. or she may start it. And you, as a dad, go, well, I wouldn't have gotten angry if you wouldn't have started it. But that hidden pain in both of you yes. obviously cuts each other. Yes. So I'm I love what you said about dads being a balm. And if you're not able, dad, to be that balm that you want to be, go get help. Get right. underneath that because I guarantee it's gonna. Heal you so that you can heal her.
3: Okay. So there's a play. And just to make sure we get it, we're talking about B A L M, balm, you know, ointment. The other in anger is B O M B, bomb. And we can't have any bombs. We're being terrorized everywhere anyway. Mm -hmm. And we bring the healing after, you know, something devastating is happening. So don't let that anger take you down and be a Blow up bomb in your family.
1: So let's end by just saying, Dad, I want you to do something today. We want okay. you to do something what today. Is it? That is to go get a dry erase marker. Okay. Go get a pad of sticky notes. And I want you today to write a message on that note that gets put on your daughter's mirror. I just literally heard a few days ago from a dad that said, I heard you about four years ago. I'm still doing that today. I've shared this idea with men and my daughter and I have cried. We did the first time I did this because I had never done anything like that. So I'm telling you, this has been vetted by other dads and they love this. It works. So do it today. Even do it on your wife's mirrors. She will love it because she's a daughter too. And you just say things like, I love you. I'm praying for you. I'm so glad I'm your dad. I am grateful. God lets me be your dad. Mm-hmm. I love you just the way you are. Those kinds of messages, they don't have to be long, but you can put them there. And I would love to hear back from you. Tell me how she responds. Tell me what it's like for you in this process. Dr. Michelle at the dad Dr. Michelle, at thedadwhisperer.com. Well, dad, you're part of the solution. That's why we're talking about this today. So Ken, thanks for joining me. I'm going to have you back again as we go really? through the book. Really? How nice <laughs> of you. As we go through Let's Talk, conversation starters for dads and daughters. This wraps up another week's program. I'm Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield, the Dad Whisperer, signing off and encouraging you dads to make today where you intentionally and consistently dial into your daughter's hearts. Go dads.
0: Thanks for joining us for another edition of the dad whisperer podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield to find out how you can invite Dr. Michelle for your next event, go to drmichellewatson.com and click on the speaking tab. That's drmichellewatson.com Dr. Michelle loves bringing practical insights. She gleaned over the past few decades to audiences of teenagers, young adults, men's groups, or women's forums. Once again, go to drmichellewatson.com, that's drmichellewatson.com for more information on the books, resources, and blogs that she has available. Remember, you can listen to the Dad Whisperer podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And we'd appreciate it if you'd subscribe and leave us a review. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you again on the next edition of the Dad Whisperer podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield.